Great! Hey guys, we are Fred and Andressa and this is your Methodology Mondays. Welcome back everyone for one more live video. Welcome back! Happy Monday everybody! Hope you guys are going, going to have a very good week ahead. So we're going to start the week with a little bit of a conversation as last week. And today we're going to talk about styling. Oh yeah! <laughs> so, uh, this is a question that we get a lot while we are um, mentoring uh, some of the instructors that come to us uh, to ask about like our methodology, the way we teach and the way we do things in school. And a lot of people have questions about when to start teaching styling options for the students. And we know that a lot of students and people who are learning as well have this question of when to start learning and applying some styling to their dance and some of them are even anxious to start doing so from the very beginning then comes all those overwhelming thoughts like ah as a teacher when should i start teaching is it the time is this going to be good i want my students to look good so i'm going to put some styling should i do it or not and as a as a student like ah i want to do those arms i want to do those legs i want to do those stuff and then like okay this is the time i want to learn it should i learn it now is it the right moment mm, is it gonna enrich my dance it's gonna disturb my dance then it's like what to do <laughs> yes so we are gonna talk a little bit about it the way we see it the way we view it the way a little bit of the way we teach it when we introduce it um what we really think about it and you can also let us know in the comments what you think about it what your experience is uh, or was teaching and learning uh, how to style your dance. Okay, so Freddie and I, we have uh, one of our motos, we have a few motos that yes. guide us uh, through our um, uh, career as instructors. And one of them is like move well first and then move more. This is very important because we really believe that all of our core movements have to be well done first yeah. so we can start adding movement to it so we build up on top of something that is working really really well yeah the idea is that you you learn the movement you know how to do it so you control this movement it's working nice you you don't need to think about the movement anymore when you do it so then okay it's a moment that you can start refining some things you know they start doing things to to work on top of the movement that you already have in control so this is one start point to like should i start adding or learning styling for this thing that i'm doing now like a certain movement or whatever it is but so one thing is like how much do you own that movement you know so as Andressa would say it's better that you know how to do it and then you start uh, working on moving better so then you move more exactly and it goes for simple things for example some people already have a naturally beautiful way of walk so sometimes you see some people walking on the street and they walk beautifully they yeah. move beautifully and they don't need to add anything to their walk you don't see people adding things to their walk yeah this, right? this is a very good point because there are a lot of people follower and leaders that they move beautifully already. The way they move, just, just by doing the movement, it's beautiful. And then when they start trying to put styling on it, it's not as beautiful as it was before. Yeah, the, 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 the basic, the natural yeah. version, right? So for example, we can get the lateral. If you do a beautiful lateral, 
you don't necessarily have to add anything else to your lateral. If you think really careful about the way you step and transfer your weight and your posture and uh, however you presence, want uh, your yeah. presence or yeah. what, whatever you want to express with the lateral uh, and put that out and refine that movement. So if you refine your lateral, you don't necessarily need to add a styling to your lateral. You know, so we are much more concerned about this refining of the movement. So how well, not only the control of the yeah. movement technically no, no. itself, but uh, how well we do that movement, like how gracious we do that movement on its own, you know, not necessarily adding accessories to it because we can think about like the styles like the styling uh, elements as like accessories and sometimes you know less is more actually yeah. you know it, it goes a lot with the emotional content that you put in the movement because it, it's like this if your lateral it's correctly uh, it's correctly technically speaking then okay good point it's working good the way it should be uh, and then what what do you want to express with the lateral you know like uh, do you want to dance as a powerful person uh, woman or man or do you want to show that you have confidence it's like badass style that you are really like a badass dancer or you want to be more sensual in that then you want to give some sex appeal in this you know just some some fire thing here and there but not going too much in that way but just a little bit more or i don't know like you want to play a little bit more gracious you know so depending on the emotional content you bring to the movement it will bring already the beauty behind it you know it's gonna be much more uh it's gonna have much more impact for the viewers if uh, if you bring this emotional content and the beauty behind it then if you just add a lot of arm work and leg work and a lot of stuff that you're just adding more movement and in the end you're just moving more but not telling anything not touching anything you know so it, it goes a lot with this emotional continue put when you're doing something yeah and it's like uh as we were saying like this this uh refining of the movement goes along with this uh conscious con uh, how conscious you are about the movement you're doing and uh, what you want to express with the movement as well as Freddie was saying. So this is like uh, how we view like styling. It's not that it's a bad thing, you know, oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a very good thing to add and have options and play with it. But if the movement itself that you're trying to style is not beautiful on its own, probably your style is going to do more harm than good, if that makes any sense. So I would highly advise you, as an instructor or as a people, a person who are <laughs> who are learning, that uh, be more concerned about refining the movement itself. Do a beautiful yeah. basic. Do a beautiful lateral. Do a beautiful bones. Do a beautiful head movement. Do a beautiful mergulho. Yeah. And then you think about what else can you add to that already beautiful uh, mergulho. Think about like self-grooming, right? Like yeah. if you um, you are going into a job interview or to a wedding or to whatever it is, and you want to put on like really nice, beautiful clothes, 
if you yourself is not well groomed, like if you don't have a shower, like you, you don't, as a male, you don't shave, or if you don't take a very good care you of your, your, like, your nails, don't comb your yeah. hair, it doesn't matter what uh, jewelry or clothes you're gonna be wearing, you know, because it's not gonna really like disguise that you are not well groomed for the situation, right? So it's like, it's the same thing. You have to think about this, you know, you have to think about that you have to, like to be well-groomed, you have to have healthy skin before you put makeup on top of your skin, right? So you take care of your skin, like drink water, wash it, clean it, uh, moisturize it. And then when your skin is well taken care of for health reasons, then you put on some makeup if you want to play with it, right? If you want to highlight or disguise anything. Yeah, it, it goes like this, because now, now we have the, the conflict. As a student, I want to do it. I want to have the styling. I want to learn some things to do with my arm, my leg. As a teacher, I see all the needs that comes before. So then, okay, the student wants this, but the teacher should do another thing. And then like, how are we gonna balance this, right? So it's it is a it is a very sensitive situation that you need to feel how it goes with the group, but of course you need to give what they need by giving them also what they want, you know. So it's a little bit like here and there because when you start refining the movement, they feel they are progressing with the movement, so they feel they are going towards the 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 goal they have, which is to. Do it better, do it more beautifully. It's not necessarily you are giving a styling. You are still working on the movement, but you are refining the way the movement works. You know, like one simple way of opening the, the chest, you know, you just put it in a, uh, in a more beautiful way, uh, syncing with the, bre the breathing, all the suspensions and landings controlled. So you start going to the same direction that the student want, but the way they need, not the way they want, because of course, if, if you give what the students want all the time, they start in the first day uh, um, wanting to learn head movement. They already, they see all this, those beautiful movements, they like, I want to do that. That's why I came for Zook, I want to do it. So of course, as Andres would say, we would need to go. At, like when you were doing a makeup, for example, you put a foundation, you balance all the skin so everything is ready to receive more information. Now you put shadows, you put your himmel, you know, put other stuff, you know, like, or, um, whatever you need to put after, so yeah, yeah. then it, I don't know the, 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 the name, those names, <laughs> but then you like, then you're gonna look, you probably will gonna look good. But imagine if you start your makeup just by coming with shadows and then you put lipsticks, then after this, you put a, a, a foundation, then put pancakes on top of it, you end up like in a Halloween, right? So your desk cannot look like a Halloween, right? So that's how we should start building everything. So we get to the styling after everything. Yes, but there are some situations where the styling can come, the styling can come in early. To every rule, there are exceptions, right? Exactly. Yeah. So this is how we think about movement in, yeah. in a nutshell, right? We think that we should move well first before we move more and that uh, refining the movement itself is more important and sometimes even more beautiful than adding accessories or adding stuff to it, right? Uh, but there are a lot of uh, styling situations that has function, 
So this is when it comes a little bit earlier on in the learning and teaching process. Uh, for example, we're gonna get uh, two examples here of uh, things that are still like in the basic area, in the foundation area, when we teach the elastical, or a lot of people knew it previously as Hau. We do not use that name anymore. If you're uh, curious about official Brazilian Zook uh, syllabus, you can go and check it out the Brazilian Zook Council website. Yeah, there they have, we have all the, the syllabus for the beginners, uh, the foundation. Yes. So then you see like all the official names that everyone is uh, it's using right now. Yeah, so when we say elástico, is the old how a lot of people learned as how before, okay? So uh, when we teach the elástico, for example, we do not teach the body movement at first. We just do the mechanics of the footwork and the uh, rubber band effect without any body movement in the follower side. So the follower just go forward, forward and backward in the basic step without going to an extension, and going contraction. to contraction to come up. So it's just like forward and backward. So while we are doing that, the leaders are working on their footwork that goes around the follows before going back to basic. While they are doing that, I already start introducing a little bit of an arm movement into that movement. But this arm is not only for styling purposes. It has a function. Yeah. It has actually two functions. First, they have to be out of the way because the leader will be going around and they will be establishing a connection with his hand on your back. So you cannot leave your arms down. Otherwise, when you're you return back to basic, you're, got, you're gonna be locked in the embrace, right? So the arm movement has the function of making sure your arms will be out of the way when the leader starts his walk and when he passes on your left side and embrace you on the waist to bring you back to basic. So I already introduced this very simple uh, arm movement for the follow. Let me go just a little bit back just for you to see. So it's just the arm going forward and down and the other going up and down, okay? So always straight arms because the leader will be passing here. So if you have it bent, you may cause an accident. Same thing with this side, right? And we always want to go to the edge of the movement. There is the refinery. Then we uh, do, of course, we are going to work the arms to do it as beautifully as we can, right? So we work on relaxing the hands and things like this. The other function it's you already exercise some coordination between arms and legs, right? So at the same time that we are keeping the basic step, we are moving the arms as well. So this uh, will allow for the follows to exercise the coordination of arms and legs in a very simple movement, basic step, arms uh, forward and up, you know? And we'll have the function as well of getting those arms out of the way so the leader can have the free way for him to go around in the lunch. And the follows are happy as well to have something beautiful to do while doing the movement. So uh, we have the styling function as well. Uh, so this is one case, right? The second case, for example, would be uh, during the uh, follows, uh, bonus or boomerang when i teach at the end of the boomerang one variation of patinha uh, that we do kind of a rounded jump and go up in a suspension which is not exactly the very 
basic variation, the very yeah. simple movement, but it has a function to exercise and work the suspension and landing. The timing and the coordination with the breathing as well while doing the patching. So it's also a, a style variation that I teach very early on in the work of the bonus of boomerang, but because it's not only beautiful, uh, but it has a function as well. That it's exercise something that we're gonna use a lot for the follows, which we, which is the hold of the suspension and the relaxation in the landing without having the hiccup feeling and like really like uh, abrupt like ups and downs because yeah. that's not the intention with the suspension and the landing. So and as, as we can see, uh, when we talked about the elastico, it's something that is in the beginner's level. It's in the, while the students are learning the foundation and all these movements of the arm they are just for a function of freeing up the, the area for the leader. And it could be done just by like doing this, taking out of the way, and then doing this out of the way. But the function is being done, you know, it's being executed. So that's the purpose, getting out of the way. But then again, the students want to do it and they want to look they they want to look beautiful. And then you also want to uh, want them to look beautiful while doing this. So then, again, you are refining the movement, adding the style they desire, but not exactly like, let's see this arm here right now. First, they are learning the whole elastic group. So again, it, it's that thing. You get the function and make just that function happens more beautifully. In the case of the, the bonus, um, in this ending where they control the suspension and the landing, it's something that is going to be so important throughout the, the, the dance journey because as a follower, they're going to have this in the lateral when they step in pivot, they're going to have it in the uh, simple turn when they step in pivot to return to the leader. So there will there'll be so many situations that they will use this function of controlling the way up in the suspension and the way down uh, through the landing, so not falling, that it's going to be like super useful for them since the beginning. You know, and then again, the function is just that control. But then we get it, in, we get it into a movement to make it more beautiful. That's when we are making this more stylish. You know, so the mother, students, they feel that they are getting the styling. You are not, you are not taking the styling away, but you are adding the styling in a way that it's much more making the movement happens better than yeah. just like putting a lot of accessories on it. Exactly, so in some situation it even helps the movement yeah. to happen. Like because there, for example, if you focus on uh, this motion of the suspension and the relaxation in this variation, for example, it will help the movement to happen better. So if this styling variation, let's, let's put it like this, uh, has a function, then we can introduce a little bit, uh, introduce Introduce. <laughs> Introduce it a little bit earlier on in the process. But if it's only for aesthetics, um, then we leave it a little bit for either special classes that we do a little bit um, in the mid-season, mid something like this, or really after the movements and the core of the movement is already working really, really well. I think that, that that's those are good good points uh, already to think about 
how to introduce styling and like or when to start teaching styling and when you should learn i know uh many i i've been there as a student too that i really wanted to do something and i felt like yeah i could have it already i can handle it and then no i good it was good that i had good teachers that made me wait for the right moment so when i got it it happened as it should yeah guys and yeah. you know to avoid the anxiety of the students we have a few tricks uh not exactly tricks i would say yeah. but we have so, we have inside our method yeah. like ways that the students they don't really feel that they are stuck somewhere yeah. you know although uh, for some people, when we talk about like how long we take to introduce head movement, for example, uh, people tend to feel that it's a little bit too long. But you know, we have so let us know in the comments if you guys would like to know a little bit uh, what is the process, what are our like our tricks, and how do we do to avoid that the students feel this anxiety to all the time be ahead of where they should be at that moment. And we can discuss that as well. Maybe if you guys are interested in another Methodology Monday yes. too, then we can go a little bit more yeah, in depth. We can make another it. video going that from this. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, another thing that uh, comes um, to the conversation very often is about like the uh, overstyling is that a thing? Does it exist? Does it man. happen? When it happens? Uh, Why it happens? Man. It happens and it happens when is, a lot. <laughs> when can that become a problem? Yeah, <laughs> this is I think it. This is the main uh, side effect of styling. It's when <laughs> side effect. Yeah, it's when you start learning this styling and you kind of get addicted to it that you want to put styling in every single thing. Being a leader or a follower and then you start ruining everything. As a leader, there are things there, there, uh, there are really bad, which is like, okay, maybe you are enjoying the music and you're enjoying the music a lot, it's the music you love. You start trying to dance on your own while dancing with the follower and you start moving your body in a completely different way, which could be fine as long as if you didn't move it in the frame to transfer the message to the follower. Because you start moving your, like you want to get the swing of the, the, the music, but then your frame is also moving a lot, giving a lot of input to the follower, and the follower is completely lost about what to do. Because there are so many meaningless information coming, and she's like, oh my god, what should I do? So this is like when you start trying to put a lot of styling, a lot of footwork, then you, you miss the timing, and then when you step and transfer the weight, you bring the frame with you and she's not ready, It's the, the weight is in the wrong leg, then a lot of mess, uh, it, it starts getting completely messed up, it starts going downhill with the dance because the feeling of pleasure goes down. It just becomes a feeling of understanding, surviving that dance, you know, like I need to understand this, I, I completely lost. And on the follower side, there is another, there is, a, there is another thing too, which is like, when you start taking your legs, for example, all the time out of the floor because you want to do things with your legs and put Changing a lot of style. Changing the base all the time. Change the base all the time. So the leader, many times, they, they are setting your base to take it to another movement that he has in his plan. But then when he prepares your base, you put a styling by changing the base. Then all the references that he set up, it's in the opposite way. Then you change his, his plan at the moment of, uh, of, of the, the execution, action. yeah. <laughs> then, then he changed the plan again to try to go for the other side, and then it changed again. So it's like it's breaking the flow all the time, all the time. 
And, and this is really risky because when we are dancing, we are trying to have an experience where both are trying to fill up the thermometer of pleasure, right? So we have good time, we enjoy the music, we dance. So if I want to really enjoy a moment in the music that I want to move my body a little bit differently, maybe I set you free and then I do my madness here, you do your madness there, and then we connect again. But when we start trying to do everything together, we start getting lost to each other, we start getting disconnected, and then okay, we just can like, oh, never mind, but then we carry on. But like, it's not gonna go okay with everyone. Some people are just gonna take a playful way and just play with us and go ahead. But many others will be like, just like, what do you want? What should I do? And there is nothing wrong happening on the other side. It's just like too much information that came at the same time and then you are lost. So overstyling, it's a thing, it's a tendency. Once you start getting a lot of styling. So as we mentioned in the very beginning, Sometimes what you are doing and the way you are doing, it's already super beautiful. You don't need to add more. So less is more in yeah. many situations. So bottom line is like, overstyling is a thing. Like we think it is a thing. Yeah. And the problem is that it can really interfere with your communication with your partner, like from both ways. So that's what we have to be careful of. We have to be really careful with uh, the moments and when you um, the moment we choose to add those sides, you know, and to sparkle, to add the sparkles, the glitters <laughs> to the dance. Uh, so yeah, this is something that um, we have, like, uh, we heard stories that even like uh, overstyling, like causing injuries in the yeah. partner and things like this. So it's something that we should like uh, pay attention to. You know, and another thing also that is important is that we don't only know the styled version of a movement because we've already seen this. Um, this is true. In some situations yeah. as well, that we, for example, would give in a private and would ask for the person to do the bonus, like, and they would only know the uh, styled version of the bonus. So it's important that you know the basic version of all the movements yeah. because it's with the basic version that you're going to be able to transform and link the right situations. structure. Yeah. yeah. So the transformations and the combinations they will start. They will happen more more often than not, uh, coming from the raw version of the movement. You know. So if you only know the styled version, you kind of get stuck. You are going to only do that way because it's going to be really hard to put something into it, you know, like an improvisation or something like this. So you kind of yeah. get stuck into a format that is not really uh, the best way to do. If you only know a styled version, you only know a variation. You don't know the core itself. And then uh, you are stuck on that thing because whatever transformation we try to do, you're going to have to learn the core movement. So then you add things or you start transforming things. Yeah. It, it's like there is one thing that I usually do, like I, I, I have it written in the web, on our website and everywhere. That it's like learn the, learn the rules like a pro so you break them as an artist. You need to learn the rules because of course no one here wants to learn the rules to stay only on the rules because it formats you you know there is a format it shapes you in a way and you stay like this and like that and if everyone would dance like this it would be everybody copies of each other of course we want to break those rules but like an artist because we understand the structure we understand how things work we understand our limits 
uh, how we keep the characteristics of the dances, respect our own space and dance, not compromising the communication, respecting the space and the techniques that uh, has to be applied on the other side, on the other person dancing with you. So then, of course, then you start making magic with the dance. That's when the magic happens, you know. But you need to know the rules. If you only know the styles, the variations, the the, the sublines, then it's going to be way harder, way harder to make styling and make them useful or in a way that they become a plus, an addition, something that is going to enrich the dance yeah. instead of something that is going to disturb the dance. Yeah, it's like uh, we, uh, Freddie was uh, talking a lot about the format as well and things like that. And we had to, we are really lucky in Brazilian music because we had such a variety of songs and of like, lines, you know, yeah. of Brazilian music uh, instructors and ways of dancing as well. And this is something that is good. And it's something also that allows you to style your dance in a way that you can put your personality into it a little bit more in yeah. our perspective than in many other uh, dances. So if you see, um, uh, when we teach uh, a style class, for example, uh, for either leaders or followers, we give a way, we give a path and we give options. Uh, we try to work on the awareness of the, the that movement, uh, but we try to, uh, open a lot of space for self-exploration as well like for you to explore your own body I like to style a lot with my own hands in my own body so I can really feel my skin which increases my awareness of what's going on and where my uh, extremities are and this is very important for you to have a refined movement so everything links in itself and this is really good because you can put your personality into it you don't have to move like me you yeah. don't have to do the arm that I do. You don't have to, you know, of course, I can show you and I often do and teach the arm works that I like to do. But it's very nice also to open the possibilities for you to come and from understanding what I do, try to feel what you would like to do with your arms and with your legs and with your hands on your body. Talking from... Um, Female follower perspective. Okay, but it's again, it's again that thing about the emotional content that you're gonna bring. You know, and and for example, maybe you're a person that everybody tells you like, oh, I like how you move it. It's so sensual. It's so beautiful. It's like hypnotizing. But then one day you are in a congress or in a party or you know, a community in the social, and you don't feel like this. You know, like you feel a little bit more. I don't know. You're super energetic and. You have a little bit more aggressive, you know, energy feeling, and then you are dancing with a little bit more um, high energy and sharper movements, and then it's not so, you know, flowy as people are seeing. And then it's like, oh, what happened? And then that it, that is not necessarily a bad thing. That is just like, wow. So today she was on fire, you know, like or he was on fire, and then the next day, like, oh, it's like water now. You see, like all these nuances are beautiful you know in, in Brazilian Zouk that's what we love because we can dance like according to the way we feel that day we can put it out you know like and we just like bring that emotional content put into the movements and uh, I'm sure that the way you're gonna move is gonna be different the way you feel in a way and you dance and the way you feel in another day and you dance they are gonna look different because it will reflect in the movement 
Yes, and you can see we can see also uh, how this changes throughout the years in your in your own dance. For example, yeah. I used to do style things. I used to style movements in a way. Then now I look back and it doesn't look like me anymore. It's like <laughs> doesn't feel like Andresa. You know, I look like I like what. Why? You know, why did I like to do that? But, that was you by that time. Yeah, yeah, that was me, exactly. That was me with that mindset, with that, you know, in that time frame yeah. of my life. And now I feel like moving in a different way. So I feel like using my arms and my legs and my hips in a different way. And that is great. So this also is something that once you got your own way of movement and uh, refine your way of movement, you're gonna be able to also have it more organic because it's gonna be yours. It's not, you know, it's not something that you just learn from my class, from yeah. uh, any other teacher's class. It's something that, okay, you got a pathway and you got like options and you opened up your mind, but you were able also to introduce your life story and your personality to that movement or to allow any other movement to be born from that, you know? So this is something that I really like about uh, the options of styling in Brazilian Zouk. And that's how we like to teach our classes as well, rather yeah. than just like very formatted, like choreography, styling choreography class, yeah. you know? And also like not only, okay, let's do this time here, let's do that style there, let's put this on here, let's put this leg there. It's just like, it's a whole context, you know? Like, yeah. It's the whole thing about learning the movement, controlling the movement, owning the movement, refining the movement, reshaping it, putting your own thing on that movement, and then you may find yourself what is the best thing to do, best thing to do with your arm or with the leg, if you, if you should put it up, if you should pass in yourself, if you, if you just like feel it on your body, you will feel it. You know? It's, I think it works way better than just like everybody doing the same way as one person does. Okay guys, we're gonna yep. wrap it up for today. We hope you guys have a great week. We wish you all a merry, merry Christmas despite it's 2020. Yeah, Christmas guys! We just hope <laughs> we just hope everybody to remain safe and healthy and have a lovely, lovely Christmas. Okay? Yes. Guys, take it easy with the food. <laughs> Don't go so much because we want to dance a lot. And guys, take care, okay? Um, make sure you guys are, are taking all the precautions with this craziness that is happening in the world now. And have a Merry Christmas, okay? Hope all of you and your families are good. And hope to see you guys very soon. Next Monday, we're gonna be here for another Methodology Monday. And guys, if you like this content, uh, hit the like button. Yes. Share with your friends. And this conversation does not have to end here. You can keep uh, the conversation in the comments and you can also join us in our Facebook Facebook group Zook Methodology by FNA and also on Telegram Zook Methodology by FNA So to join all these groups so you can check on the link uh, the description below in the description you find the group on Facebook and the group on Telegram where we put more additional audios and more things over there and yeah that's it guys make sure you subscribe the channel so you Get the notification every time we put any dance content here. And that's it. Hit the like button and share with your friends. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Bye-bye.